Welcome back to the podcast. So today we are going to do a mock draft. This is going to be the first two rounds in the 2021 uh, draft. This is what I think is going to happen. Um, I don't know too much about a lot of the prospects yet. So this may be in a heap of garbage. But this is what I think is going to happen. And what I would not be surprised of happening. A lot of the picks I definitely do think are pretty strong picks in my opinion, but we'll see how it goes. Um, as a quick PSA, uh, this is the PFF.com's uh, mock draft simulator. So this has not been updated for the Jared Goff, uh, Matthew Stafford trade. So I just picked like they would be picking like before that, but I did not say go for a QB for the, uh, Rams, the Rams didn't pick a QB. I mean, the Rams only had one pick. That was the second round, and I drafted like they... Actually, that they, that pick would have helped them. But yeah, so this has nothing to do with... This has no trades. Nothing's been traded. And because I, A, I can figure out how to do it. And B, I feel like it would be nicer to have it more... Like, there's no trades. This... Has been, and this was done at, I'm just going to do time and day, just so this is before, like, say, the Deshaun Watson trade that should be happening at any week, and before players like J.J. Watt have been signed. But I did draft, like, the um, Packers, my team, who uh, looks like front runners, but I've been seeing more now Cleveland Browns being front runners as well. For J.J. Watt, this was done at 11.45 on Tuesday, February 16th, so keep that in mind. So if, say... In four hours, say, J.J. Watt has confirmed that he's going to a team and he's going to sign with that team, that that was not taken in consideration. And say if it, the um, Deshaun Watson trade happens in 20 minutes and I get a notification in the middle of the podcast, then that sort of takes, that doesn't get put in because that was before this. I'll probably do a 2.0 after a lot of things are said and done, like, Pro days are finishing uh, happening because Trevor Lawrence's was a couple days ago and stuff like that happens. Maybe a guy gets arrested. Maybe a guy does really good. Say maybe Quiddy Pay does like insane at his pro day. I'm not sure if Michigan has at his pro day yet. And then he goes up draft boards, which for me in my, my um, mock draft would not actually be possible because I think the way he's going to be picked up seems like a good place for him so yeah we're gonna get straight into it this is gonna be a longer episode so there's gonna be some breaks here and there or like some pauses so yeah so first of all i didn't want i'm not sponsored by anything but i wanted to say that fantasydata.com i used a lot of their website for looking at the nfl team rankings and they have a really good website for that where you can see the rankings at each position and i thought it was they have one of the better websites on this and I love how you can see everything and see the rankings and see what teams are bad at what and what teams are good at what. And yeah, so I just wanted to say that quickly. And here we go. I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to s- explain the picks, except the first pick, because it's obvious. And yeah, so first pick in the NFL draft, Trevor Lawrence is taken to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, he is. Like, the Andrew Luck and John Elway picks, like, they they were the last two huge, huge, huge 
QB products, uh, prospects, and Trevor Lawrence is probably the next in line. He seems almost the perfect quarterback. Hopefully, um, Jacksonville can build around him and protect him so he doesn't become Andrew Luck 2.0 and go out of the league before 30 because of injury. And hopefully he stays, stays healthy, but I think he can be very good. So yeah, second pick, in my opinion, I like Sam Donald. I think he has good potential. I hope for his sake that he leaves New York. Well, I think it's New Jersey, but because no, I think the Jets are the New Jersey team and the um, Giants are New York. I'm not 100% sure. That might have just sounded absolutely stupid, but I don't know. So yeah, I say Zach Wilson takes his place there. Um, They will get some more backup, I'm pretty sure, later in the draft. Yeah, they do. And I think Zach Wilson will be a very good QB there. I think Zach Wilson does have a lot of potential. He is a quarterback who I think could become very good. He's, In my opinion, he's the second best quarterback in the draft after Trevor Lawrence. I definitely don't think Justin Fields is a second, in my opinion, at least. I think he's a third or even fourth. I don't like Ohio State quarterbacks. Never have, never will. Don't think, well, maybe Dwayne Haskins a little bit, but that was absolutely stupid. But if you look at QBs that were drafted out of Ohio State, so we don't include Joe Burrow, who uh, committed there, stayed there for a bit, and then left to LSU. But if you look at QBs who were at Ohio, Ohio State and drafted, they don't normally end out that good. And that's why also I don't like Justin Fields' decision-making that much. So... That's why I say Zach Wilson's number two. Number three, this comes as a surprise probably to some of you guys, but in my opinion, the uh, help for Tua Taglavoa was not good enough. They're not in this. They're not trading for Deshaun Watson. Maybe they do in the over life. Maybe they don't. But I think they're getting Jalen Waddle. Their offensive line, I think they will um, like build on that later in the draft. But Austin Jackson hopefully can be better next year. And I feel like Tua definitely does need help. So Jalen Waddle seems like a good guy because he's an Alabama player. He played at Alabama. And yes, the um, Jeremiah Chase is the better prospect. But I definitely do think that getting someone that Tua played with in college would be really helpful. And that will help him grow. So yeah, Jalen Waddle at number three. Now, with the fourth pick in the... um. 2021 NFL draft. I take Quiddy Pay from the um, um from Michigan to the Atlanta Falcons. So Pay is a really good prospect. I think the Atlanta Falcons. I I know Atlanta said that they're not going to have Matt Ryan join the carousel of quarterbacks this year. So I I know that they're going to be having to upgrade somewhere, and that's defense. The offense was pretty. Pretty good. The defense was horrible. I mean, that's they they had a horrible defense. They blew games because their defense couldn't stop anything. Um, they did have that who I forget the corner that they drafted last year, but they drafted a pretty good corner, and he seems pretty good. So if they can build around him and some of the very small bright lights in that defense, they can be good. But with new um the new coaching staff, hopefully everything can look better. Now, with the fifth pick, this is most likely 
my opinion. Hope I I hope it happens, but there's a huge chance that he goes to the Dolphins. But I think this is how it's gonna pan out. Pinai Suul, I think I butchered the name. He's definitely the best offensive line prospect that has come out of the draft since probably Quentin Nelson, so not too long ago, but he is such a good tackle. Um, He has been, ever since he's been in college, he is just so dominant off the edge against the defensive line that I've got to take him to the um, Bengals. Bengals need offensive line help. They pretty much let any quarterback that was in the backfield, if it was Joe Burrow, if it was Ryan Finley, get absolutely murdered. They were horrible. Uh, I think Pinay Sewell will help. Maybe if he goes left tackle for Joe Burrow's blind side, maybe he will help there. Maybe he goes right tackle. And who knows, but he's going to be good. Uh, pick six is going to be Mika Parsons to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So I don't like Jalen Hurts. He was not good last year. Carson Wentz, I don't know what they're going to do with him. I hope that he stays there because... People like to bash on him for having a bad season. Yeah, he did have a bad season, but he was an MVP front runner a couple years ago when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. If he didn't get injured, he would have probably won the uh, MVP over Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady won that MVP. Um, he would have easily won it. He was so good. If he didn't tear his ligament, he would have easily won MVP. And I think the Eagles are going to take that in consideration and say, hey, he just had he had a bad season and he had pretty much no help around him. The receivers were not good. The offensive line was also not the best. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly. Um, and yeah, I mean, they need to help him. And I'm the Jalen hurts pick was an absolute atrocious pick. They should have picked. Yeah. They were the 19th ranked offensive line. So they weren't helping. They weren't say the Packers or the Cleveland Browns offensive line. They went amazing, but, they were not the best. So they didn't help him. And yeah, they're not helping him here. But I think they've got to build around him and actually give him weapons. Because I'm not sure he's had an actual good weapon. Like, say, a top 10 receiver in his career. So they're going to go get that actually later in the draft. They get a receiver in the second round. Uh, a little bit of a spoiler. But yeah, they get Mika Parsons. Uh, to get that defense better, make sure they're an actual staple defense, which they have been a cu- for a couple years, and make that defense become really good. Uh, I definitely do Mika pa- think Mika Parsons is a great prospect. And going to fantasydata.com, the Eagles were pretty good against yards of play, but they were pretty much average or below average with interceptions and pass and rush. So... You want to get that better, and I think Mika Parsons can definitely be a great prospect. He's not going to be, say, a Darius Leonard, I think, at least. I I mean, you if you draft a guy at number six, you want him to become an all-pro, but I think he's definitely going to help him there. So, yeah, uh, sixth pick is Mika Parsons. Number seven, like I said, this does not take in consideration what the um, – uh, the – Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff trade. I, that almost left my brain there. So they do get defensive line help because that uh, defense was one of the worst. I'm not sure if sh- I'm pretty sure if we go down, 
Yep, they were the worst ranked defense. They were pretty much god-awful everywhere except yards at attempt and rushing, and that was 14th. So it was middle of the pack or for that, and then everything else is lower than 27, which is god-awful. And that doesn't include fourth down percentages. So they've got to help that defense. They're probably going to get guys in free agency if they have more um, cap space. I actually didn't check cap space for this one. So that's sort of something I should have done. But this also doesn't take in consideration what teams do in the um, uh, offseason. But let's see the lines. Okay, Lions are in good, decent cap space. They got $6 million cap. Uh, they're going to probably cut some guys. I know that their star receiver, I think it's Kenny Galladay, is going to most likely leave. So, yeah. Um, but they are going to get Christian Barmore from Alabama. They definitely do need defensive help. That is the first thing they got to look at. Um, their defense was horrible. And, yeah, they're going to get him. So, now at pick number eight is Justin Fields. He's a very rocky quarterback prospect. I don't think he's going to be good. I don't know why people would say, oh, um, Justin Fields is going second. He is definitely not the uh, second best um, quarterback in this draft. He is a tough guy. He's a pretty good prospect. But his problem is, if you watch his tape, if he's in the pocket, he's looking... For a guy to throw to, he only looks at his first target. He does not move down the fields, goes down the um, chart of targets. He doesn't look at his second or third that much, or even his tight end, if it's a fourth. He doesn't look at anybody except the first guy, and that is his problem. That is a huge weak spot in his um, game. His passer IQ is very low. In this draft class, it could be one of the lowest. I mean, Jamie Newman maybe be higher, Kellen Mond... Sam Ellinger could all be higher. I'm not 100% sure because I've not watched that much um, tape on them. But for sure, Justin Fields is not the that good of a uh, prospect, in my opinion. And say if in a year, if I review this whole, um, uh, this whole episode, I'm like, okay, Justin Fields took over for Teddy Bridgewater if the, he did get drafted to the Carolina Panthers and he was god-awful. Then I'm like, I told you guys so. I, he was awful. But say if he's amazing and he's a great quarterback or he doesn't play, then it's either I'm wrong, yes, I admit that, or we have to wait. But Justin Fields is not a starting um, caliber quarterback like Trevor Lawrence or even Zach Wilson. That's the one big problem I see with him, and I'm hoping to, I'm praying to God that he's not going to be starting week one. If he starts week one, he's most likely going to get throwing interceptions. I mean, the Panthers have great receiver, have a great receiving court. But Justin Fields definitely is not going to be playing that well. I think he's most likely one of the more raw pro- prospects that has been ranked this high just because of his passer IQ. And that's exactly why I think he's going to go eighth. Now, just look, looking at the time, this is going to be a long episode, so I'm going to speed stuff up real quickly. Um, ninth pick is Caleb Farley to the um, Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos did not have a good 
defensive back situation. And they had a lot of injuries that year, and the defense was not good, even though it was expected to be good. Even though Drew Locke may be replaced, and there's talks about that, and it does look like he did not have that good of a season, I think they're going to stick with him for one more year, and if if it doesn't work out with all those weapons around him, I think they'll move on. Tenth is Patrick Suchain to the Dallas Cowboys. Again, after Dak Prescott got injured, the whole season fell apart, the Cowboys defense was horrible at the beginning. They stepped it up a little bit at the end of the season, but still they were horrible. So the number 11, uh, 11 pick is going to be Jason Owaru from Penn State. Uh, I think the Giants are very close to becoming a good team. They definitely do need quarterback help, but I do not think that they're going to get a quarterback this draft, or maybe even late in the draft. But yeah, I think they're going to go for Jason Owaru on the Penn State. Number 12 is going to be sort of a surprise they dropped this low, but Jamar Chase. I don't think that many teams up there needed a real receiver help, so I think they're going to go for Jamar Chase is going to fall and go to Ellis, um, to the San Francisco 49ers. Number 13, Kyle Pitts. I think Hunter Henry is going to be leaving um, the Chargers, and I think that the void is going to be filled by a really good prospect this year, Kyle Pitts. Number 14 is going to be Rashawn Slater. He's a tackle. He's going to the Vikings. The Vikings definitely do need a little bit of offensive line help and uh, defensive help. I think they can be very good next year, but I think the tackle, Rashawn Slater, dropped a little bit, and I think he's going to be picked up by the Vikings. Now, number 15. This is sort of a hard pick because the Patriots definitely do need a quarterback help and receiver help and tight end help. They have a horrible passing attack, so I think they're going to go for Devontae Smith. And maybe get a quarterback later. We will see. Much as this pains me to say, uh, my favorite draft prospect of the year, Rashad Bateman. I think he's one of the best receivers to come out of this class. And I think he hopefully could um, fall to the Packers. But I think he's going 16th to the Cardinals. Now, this guy, he's going to have a hell of a job to do on the Raiders. But Gregory Rousseau is going to be going to the Raiders. Raiders have one of the worst defenses, in my opinion, and they need help, and I think Rousseau is going to drop to the 17th pick. Here comes the offensive line help for the Dolphins. Christian Darisaw, I probably butchered that name, is going to be going to the Dolphins. Now, pick number 19, a draft um, pick, a player who I think is definitely better than Justin Fields. Trey Lance is going to go number 19 to the Washington football team. Number 20, uh, the Bears is going to get Tevin Jenkins. I think he's going to help that offensive line much more. And I don't think they're going to get Mac Jones here, which is sort of surprising. But it is the Bears after all, so they're definitely not going to get him. Um, Number 21 is going to be Mac Jones. I think that he's going to go drop to the Colts and the Colts need a quarterback. So I think they're going to go for him. This hurts. This this is super hard. I'm sorry. Uh, pick number two, Aziz. I'm not going to try that last name. Is going to. He's a um, edge tackle, uh, edge rusher out of Georgia. He's going to go to the Titans. Number twenty-three. The Jets are going to get that receiving help with Gondell Moore. He's a very good prospect out of Purdue, and he's going to go drop to the Jets. Uh, pick number twenty-four. Um, yes, they have Mika Fitzpatrick, but I think they're going to need one more safety to help with the two safety coverage, and that's going to be Chavon. I'm not going to try that last name. Chavon, the safety out of TCU, is going to go drop to the Steelers. Now, pick number twenty-five. They're going to get help in the secondary. Henderson of last year was a 
very good pick, but I think they're going to need a second pointer to help with that defense. And they, that's going to be J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Um, oh, geez. Um, pick 26, the linebacker out of Notre Dame, Jemiah Uwuso. And I'm just going to call him that. I'm not going to butcher his last name. Uh, I think he's going to definitely help the linebacker court at the um, Browns. And I think the Browns could be a very good team. For some reason, um, Pro Football Focus says that the Browns need receiver help, which I definitely don't see. I think Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to be a pretty good receiver. OBJ, I think, won't get cut. And Jarvis Landry is also a pretty good receiver. Number 27, a team that definitely does need receivers, the Baltimore Ravens. I feel like their receivers now are sort of overrated or even just not that good. So they're going to get Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss. Okay, so the uh, Saints... This is a pick that's definitely not going to happen just because I think the Saints are going to be in, they're in cap space hell and they're going to probably need a different position. But Samuel Jr., I'm not going to, Asante Samuel, Samuel Jr. out of Florida is going to be going to the Saints. Most likely not. I think that's either going to go to a different team or they're going to need something else that's going to happen because either players are going to get, or players are going to get cut and I don't know who. But there's going to be a ton of them. Uh, 29, my Packers, Nick Bolton. I feel like the receivers are going to be addressed later. But they definitely do need linebacker help. Christian Kirksey is going to get cut. And Chris Burns may not be the long-term solution. Oh, I think what's going to happen is Elijah Vera Tucker is going to go number 30th. He's a tackle out of uh, USC. I think he's going to be going to the Bills. Now, Dylan Radunes out of North Dakota State University is going to be going to KC. They definitely do need offensive line help, and that was shown in the Super Bowl. So they're going to be getting some help there. Now the rich are going to get richer. Edge rusher Jalen Phillips out of University of Miami is going to be going to the Bucks. Now we are in the second round. Wyatt Davis, uh, guard out of Ohio State, is I think going to go to the Jags. Carlo... Uh, Carlos Basham Jr. out of Wake Forest is going to go, the edge rusher is going to go to the Jets. Darius Washington, safety out of TCU, is going to be going to the Falcons. Now the first halfback off the board. Uh, Travis, I don't want to pronounce that last name, I can't, uh, is going to go to the Dolphins. They definitely do need help with weapons, and I think that's who's going to be helping them. Um, Kadarius Tooney, the receiver I said that was going to get picked later, is going to the Eagles. Tay Gowen out of UCF is going to go to the Bengals. Zaven Collins out of no clue where is going to be the linebacker going to the Carolina Panthers. Samuel Kuzmi out of Texas is going to be going to the Broncos. They definitely do need off-the-line help. And Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama is going to go to the Lions. Landon Dickerson out of Alabama as well, the center from there, is going to the Giants. They definitely do need a little offensive line help there. And this is a pick that I think is going to happen. Kyle Trask is going to go to the San Francisco 49ers. And I think he could take over for Jimmy Garoppolo if he doesn't get traded or even cut. Elaine McNeil out of... NSC, uh, what, uh, North Carolina State, I don't know why if, um, that blanked, is going to the Cowboys, he's a defense alignment, 
uh, Pat, Pat, let's just call him Pat. Um, out the tight end out of Penn State is going to go to the Jaguars and take over Tyler Eifert's job. And I forget who was the other guy there, but I think he, he's going to go there. And David Mills, a very big stretch if it does happen. The quarterback out of Stanford is going to go to the Patriots. Walker Little, the deep, uh, the tackle out of Stanford as well, is going to go to the LA Chargers. Jabril Cox out of LSU will be going to the Raiders. Breven Jordan, the tight end out of University of Miami, which would be a very big stretch, will be going to the Cardinals. They definitely do need help with the tight end there. Ben Cleveland out of Georgia, the guard, is going to the Dolphins. Terrence uh, Marshall Jr., the receiver out of LSU, will go to Washington and help Terry McLaurin. Uh, here is a little bit of help with whoever is starting QB at the Chicago Bears, and that's going to be Tillin Wallace out of OSU. He will be going 52nd to the Bears. Peyton Turner out of the University of Houston, I'm pretty sure, is the edge rusher, and I think he's going to be going to the Titans. Diamond Brown, this is a pick that is really going to be fluctuated because I don't, I think if T.Y. Houghton leaves and they don't get any receivers at Colts in the free agency, they're going to go for a receiver, and I think that will be Dwayne, um, Dwayne, ah, I can't, Brown out of UNC. Sorry with these pronunciations. I'm horrible with names. Creed Humphrey out of um, Oklahoma. I think he's the center who's going to help that horrible Steelers off at the line. Tyson Campbell, the corner out of Georgia. I think he's going to go to the uh, Seahawks. Justin Hillard, the linebacker out of Ohio State, is going to the LA Rams. Elijah Moulton, the safety out of Wash- uh, Washington, I think. Yeah, Washington will be going to the Baltimore Ravens. Richie Grant, safety out of UCF, will be going to the Browns. Kay Johnson, the receiver out of South Dakota State Jackrabbits, never heard of that college, will be going to the, um, uh, this is again a t- um, one that's going to fluctuate, but going to the Saints. Kay Johnson, I've heard, is a really good prospect. I've heard a lot of good things about him. And so that's exactly why I th- thought he was going to go that high. And I just didn't know much about his college, but I know he's been was, has been a good prospect. Aaron Robinson out of UCF, the cornerback, I think is going to the Bills. Amon Ra St. Brown out of USC. I think he was Equinamius St. Brown's relative. I'm not 100% sure. I, I've heard a lot of good stuff about him, and I think he's going to the Packers. Same like his, I think, relative. I'm not 100% sure. Quinn Mariners out of Wisconsin White Taker Warhawks. I think he's the um the guy at the Senior Bowl who was absolutely crazy good. I'm 99% sure about that. Uh, he's a D3. Uh, I think he's going to the Kansas City um, Chiefs, and I think he's going to be really good uh, center. Now, Javon Holland out of Oregon is going to round up this mock draft 1.0 and going to Oregon. Uh, no, not going to Oregon, going to Tampa. They're going to need a little bit of help in the second day. The second day was very good at times, but also a little lackluster at times. So I think he's going to go there. He's a sophomore who's six foot one. So yeah, um, that finishes the um, the mock draft. I'm going to be, I'm not sure if you guys see the parts, but I numbered each parts for where each um, draft pick goes. Um, this is a very long episode. I'm pretty sure this is going to be like 30 minutes or something. 
but yeah, I think this was a decent draft. Um, I got to see what this is graded by PFF. I'm going to get back to y'all once I find that. And if I actually um, delete this, I'm then unfortunately have deleted it. So yeah, um, see you guys soon. Uh, the outro is coming really soon. Unfortunately, I couldn't find a way to show the grades. So, and it deleted. So just take this as you will. Um, and there will probably be a 2.0. This is going to release on Wednesday, so tomorrow at 8.30, so in about 30-something hours. So there may be a trade. There may be some guys getting cut. I don't know. All I know is this is what I think. And once Watson's traded, and I will be doing a 2.0, or if there's anything big happening, like a big trade, a big free agent announcement, like Dak Prescott, say, becomes a free agent, then I will make a new draft, a mock draft. So, yeah, because the Cowboys have the uh, 10th pick, so they could get a decent QB from there. So, yeah, we this is the end of it. Uh, thank you for listening if you got this far, and see you guys soon. Goodbye.